This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with a big kid and a little kid. And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a baby. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, bragging. Plus, Biz brags about her garden, Teresa brags about her sick baby, and we talk to philanthropist and educator Jane Fraser about stuttering. What <laughs> <laughs> Teresa cannot keep it together even so for the word today. To me. <laughs> Everybody buckle oh up God. for some baby, sick baby bragging. We should only actually refer, when we come in and vent, it should be like, I need, this is a mom bragging. Mom brag. <laughs> mom, mom brag. Mom oh my brag, God. my kid. Shit in the tub. Mom brag. <laughs> Teresa. Oh my God. I know. It's okay. It's so funny. It's so good, especially when you're <laughs> sleep deprived. How are you? <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> I may have made Teresa cry before yeah. the show with some other I, thing that I thought was harmless, but I'm happy now <laughs> that I'm making her cry with laughter. Either way, she's oh emotionally on the edge. Yeah, I'm unhinged. <laughs> um, so... Curtis has been sick, like, on oh and off. God. I think I talked about this last week, but, like, he just keeps getting sick. He just keeps getting sick over and over. And it's, like, I'm just, well, obviously over it. You're over it the first time. You're over it the first time. It's never, like, you're never like, oh, this is oh, great. fine. I'm super this used to this for, now. This was fine for a while until, <laughs> and right now he's in, the, like, the just the congestion phase. Yeah. And, like, we don't have the snot sucker anymore. I threw it out somewhere after Oscar became, like, two or three or something. Sure. And I guess I should get another fucking snot we have sucker. Like five. I'm kind of like I, it just, I know, ugh. I know, I know. But we could, but we don't have one right now. And <laughs> like, and so it's just like wiping his nose, like constantly. Oh yeah. But that thing that like, like he's waking up yeah. during the night, yeah. and that's really hard. But also when when he goes to bed and he's doing the like, uh. and like you you're kind of like, can you breathe? Like yeah, you, yeah, they I know. must be able to. They're clearly breathing. I've never heard of that where, like... Right. Congestion. Congestion right. causes... Yes. <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? I like, know. We would know if that... I feel like that's one that we would have gotten a lot of... Ha- yeah. Is your baby Is congested? Your baby congested? Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure it's, like, it's like not actual danger. Sure. But, like, it's, it's so stressful to me... Yes. ...to, like, listen to that. Oh. Like, to, like, know that that's happening. Like, that feeling of, yes. like, oh, my baby's asleep. My baby's finally asleep. is so ruined right now by just me <laughs> feeling like, and because it, it also means, like, well, he can barely breathe through his nose, which means yeah. he's kind of, like, trying to breathe through his mouth, which is totally going to wake him up. Yeah. Like, he, this is not going to last. Sure. You know? So, anyway, I'm just a little little on edge yeah. right now. Yeah, a little on edge. Yeah. But, yeah, it is, like, yeah. like, the sounds of the breathing are literally, like, the sounds of the ticking of a time bomb it on is. some level right exactly. you're like is that what yeah. is that noise yeah. what's that noise yeah. is that yeah no i'm not a, to brag though or anything yeah not to brag like not to brag but that that's what's going on a mouth breather and a sleep yeah. i was going to say maybe it turns out Curtis is a, a mouth breather maybe ellis cuz ellis yeah. that really would have destroyed Katie Bell mm-hmm. but ellis just she has no problem with that. Really, I've learned that the more yeah. congested he is, he actually can, for the most part, it's the runny that bothers him. Mm. But the full-on congestion. He's just breathing like through a, his mouth. <laughs> like a big old mouth breather. Well, I'm really sorry. Thanks, I'm Biz. so sorry. How are you? I'm jealous. I'm so <laughs> jealous. <laughs> God, Teresa's trying to make me feel bad about her, <laughs> with her sick baby story. I'm fine. I am going to take a moment to not talk about my family and talk about doing something for myself. Great. So buckle up for this brag. Okay. The Biz Garden is in for the spring-summer 2018 with some cheating by some very oversized and already well-developed tomato plants. Yeah. They have gone. So it already looks like it's growing. It already looks like. It already looks. Yeah. It's it's already a success. It's already a success. Yeah. As long as I remember to water it and I, I'm going to try and grow onions nice Katie Bell was like what we're going to try and grow onions and I was like yeah I don't know maybe and then everything else is just dedicated to massive bags of seeds dumped by small children perfect yep it was very nice 
I, Good job. I, That's awesome. Yeah. I, it's just like that thing's kind of important to me. And you it's easy that. for me to forget how much I like it. Yeah. And I didn't forget this year. That's so great. Super happy about that. Take that. I'm succeeding and winning. I'm a really great person. God, which biz. Stop bragging. Which segues nicely <laughs> in today's topic. Bragging. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yeah. Maybe we should start... By trying to define what bragging is, mm-hmm. which I think will in turn take up the entire yeah. <laughs> portion of this topic. Mm-hmm. Because it's just going to, I mean, like as soon as I'm like, I can definitely define bragging, mm-hmm. I think split into like 20 different ways of questioning the very definition yeah. I just thought. That makes sense. So let's just, let's start with bragging in itself is one of those words that has a negative connotation to it, right? Mm-hmm. So you know you're doing something bad. Yeah. Because bragging, right? I mean, I yeah. that's I'm, I associate oh, yeah. it with a bad thing to do. Yes. A bad behavior. Yes. And to brag is to talk about yourself. Yeah. Or to talk about something great that's happened to you or something that you got. Like, or I feel something like you have something you something have. You get to do. Or yeah. Something. Like something that's going great for you. <laughs> Like and no one wants to celebrate but what's not, going. But I guess not someone else. Like I guess the, I, I guess what makes it negative is that you're kind of drawing a line in the sand where you're like, this is what's so great about me yeah. versus all the rest of you. Well, is it is that you have is that it's just bragging? Is that part of the definition of bragging that when you're doing it, you're making a clear additional comment in your it's a thing competition, yeah. that there's a competitive yeah. nature? So it's not like, so bragging would be like, look at my amazing new haircut. Yeah. I look so good. Yeah. And you'll never be able to do it because of. X, Y, or Z uh-huh. about your hair? Is it, well, is it that maybe, there's... Maybe it's not explicitly you'll never be able to, but the point of, like, look how great my hair yeah. is, is that, like, I'm the one with the great hair, not you guys. Well, okay. Like, See, this is where I immediately derail. Okay, derail. Be- All right. So, okay, let's just say okay. bragging is... See, just the very definition... Sharing something wonderful that's happened to just to you. So, yeah. but then immediately I'm like, okay, well... What's wrong with <laughs> sharing yeah. something wonderful that's happened yeah. with you? I know. Why is that a bad I thing? Know. I don't either. So I this is know. what I want to talk about well, today. Well, that's why I think it must ha- there must have to be like that component to it that's like you don't have this. But like it has to be Is that in the control of the bragger? Mm. Right? Like yeah, if I'm sitting point. here right because yeah. I mean look, uh, this I think ties into very much the no one's doing it at you. Right. Right? So, like, I, there's the other two words that, like, pop into my head when I think about bragging are confidence and conceit. Right. Conceitedness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Confidence is a good thing. Yeah. Being conceited is a bad thing. Well, it's also connected to, like, pride in my mind. Like, uh-huh. I was taught as a child that, like, pride is a sin. But then also, <gasps> kind of as you get older, it's, like, important to have Pride and right. like yourself but, uh, and where yeah. you come from. Well, but let's like, think about what we yeah. teach our kids already. Like yeah. we already pride. I mean, like every song on Sesame Street recent, like in the last couple of mm-hmm. years, like I'm so proud, you be proud, proud yeah. of who you are, proud yeah, that you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Elmo's got a whole thing about like tying his shoes yeah. and how proud he is. Right. Of, like we're teaching them to feel pride right. at a very young age. Yeah. We also kind of reward and think it's super cute when little kids like we just we only tell little kids how great they are for the most part you know what I mean like I think about like every time Katie Bell went to the grocery store for like Mm -hmm. when she was up until the age of like four or until Mm -hmm. Ellis showed up on the scene people are like aren't you cute aren't you this here you know you can have a like you know we go to the flea markets and they just give her garbage and say it's because she's cute right so I mean like if you have been you know, you're so smart, you're so cute, you're so this, you're, aren't you talented, blah, 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 blah. If we're 
And it's cute when kids are like, yes, I am very smart. You know, like, yes, I am yeah. cute or whatever. And yeah. we all go, oh, isn't that great? Yeah. Until they're six. Until they're like six. And then it's like, just stop bragging. That's stop bragging. <laughs> right? Like, so then suddenly it's yeah. not cute. Right. But like, how are they supposed to navigate that if we have taught them pride is, you know, like you should feel proud of your accomplishments and like uh, we've been filling your head with how great you are. Right. <laughs> the last number of years. Right. But now go out and figure out how to talk to people yeah. without sounding like a like you're bragging. Right. And then you throw into that, at least in Katie Bell's like, especially I always think each grade I've seen the most of something. And then we get to the next grade, and I'm like, oh, no, this is where this it's really is, playing out, right? But, like, <laughs> third grade seems to be a big year. Of, I guess it happened in second, too, where, like, kids come in to this group setting filled with facts. Sometimes the facts are about social acceptable norms mm-hmm. and behaviors. Yeah. And then when they spot somebody that they think is not doing that correctly, yeah. they police it, right? So, yeah. like— you know, Katie Bell will come home and say, oh, so-and-so said that I was bragging, mm. right? And I'm like, all right, well, lay out the situation. Let's find out. Let's, Let's find see out. if you were, in fact, Let's bragging. Let's say if you were bragging. Demonstrate the evidence. Show me, right? So, like, I know right now we're really trying to, like, navigate with Katie Bell her desire to want to share good news or right. good information yeah. or something cool that she got or something yeah. cool she made or she, yeah. an experience she had that oh, she's yeah. proud of yeah. with her friends or with her class yeah. without right. it sounding like bragging. Right. But right. Ah! I love this. This okay. is so helpful because like the way you're explaining that yeah. makes me think that maybe it's only bragging if someone else is jealous. Right. Right? I think it is. Because. Problem solved, yeah. guys. <laughs> like, so it's really about the other people. But, but, but don't all... we all have to be sensitive to, like, the feelings of yes. others? Like, I feel I like. This is the hard feel, thing. Yes. Like... So this is one of those things where when we were talking about doing this as a topic, like, what immediately came to mind for me was, like, okay, this is something that we all do. Yeah. But it's very nuanced. Yes. Like, we, as we get older, we figure out how to do it mm-hmm. in a way that won't cause people to side-eye us, basically. And little kids have a really hard time with those, like, subtleties sure. within social situations. They should. They're, right. It's they're impossible. Learning. They're learning. Right. And they're learning the rules. And so, like you say, when they start, once they figure out what bragging is, mm-hmm. they're going to look for it and point a finger at it. Right. And try to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and And as adults... We kind of know when we see something that fe- it's like, I'll know it when I see it. Yeah, it's yeah. like, we kind of, do you know what I mean? Brag porn. But right. yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, but it's like, it's something that I feel like we all do where like, if I have some good news about something yeah. that I know like is neither here nor there to you, I can be like, guess what, biz? Blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I won't worry about it. But if it's like something that might be like a sore point for sure. my other friends, yeah. I'm not going to like go to them and be like, hey, guess what? I'm so excited. Right. But then and, this leads to this question yeah. of, I mean, like my next question to that is, well, one of the things we're learning to navigate as adults is to sort of not be proud of ourselves to like mm. apologize for yeah. our success. Right. And I, I don't know. I, I will be honest. I don't, I don't know if it's a gender thing. Yeah. I don't know if guys navigate, sure. navigate it differently. Yeah. Right. But like, I know that as a, as a woman, yeah. I definitely have like, Oh, I'll definitely avoid this sort of topic or talking right. about this thing or yeah. talking about this success or this thing I'm struggling yeah. with because it's going to maybe appear that I'm bragging or that. Yeah. I, right. Like, yeah. so do I want my children to not to like go ahead and associate some sort of shame yeah. with success? Yeah. I don't, I know. don't know that either. Cause I I'm, if this is making me remember, like when Katie Bell was like four or five and we were talking about, and this was a hard one for kids to understand. I don't think they can understand it at four or five, but it's like, 
when a friend talks about something good they've done, like when kids are learning how to have conversations. And so when they're having conversations, most of those conversations are, I've got a new toy. I have a new this. Do you want to see my doll? Right. And there's even saying, do you want to see my doll makes it sound like a conversation is about to happen. Right. But it's really just, I'm going to show you everything I have. Right. Whatever that means, emotionally, right. physically, whatever it is. Yeah. And then the other kid just usually says nothing. Yeah. <laughs> or they start showing their list of things, but there's no connection of, isn't that nice? Right. How nice. And so Katie Bell and I would go through these sorts of things where, uh-huh. well, remember when somebody's telling you something about themselves, we say, we listen and we say yeah, how like great I'm so yeah. that how what what is that like? Do you enjoy that? Yeah. We don't respond with well I right now when you've talked about that yeah the next part of the conversation should allow the person to then ask you about things that you enjoy right so right. if she's the one who starts off <laughs> with the this is this great thing that's happening to me <laughs> you're such a good mom follow Go up on. follow up with the person yeah. what are you doing yeah, yeah. now. Yeah. None of this plays out till later. And yeah. again, I can see yeah. it starting to play out with yeah. Katie Bell. But at the same time, we're raising confident kids. Yeah. And like, Katie Bell did just get a wicked cute haircut. Uh-huh. And she was running around the house being like, ah. It's like right out. Uh, I look great. I look yeah. so good. Right? And art, doesn't that make you happy? It does make doesn't me make happy. And then so I said, yeah. so I said, Katie Bell, inside this house, to your mama, uh-huh. To your grandmama, uh-huh. <laughs> you are that is absolutely okay. You, I want to hear you say this, and I want, but how we communicate that out in the world when we like we can't go run into school and be like, I got it, I'm beautiful, yeah, <laughs> right, with my new haircut. It makes yeah. me feel so great, yeah, because that does fall into this category of bragging, yeah. However, if somebody and if somebody says to you, Katie Bell, I really like your new haircut, it looks so cute, you can't say, I know. Right. right, because even though we know yeah. it does, we say thank you, uh-huh. thank you, <laughs> is like code for I know. Yeah. Just like we're working on yes, ma'am, is code for I already know where it is. Right, <laughs> right. yes, ma'am, is your totally. way to passively yeah say stink things to us, and I think she yeah. finally figured that out. Yeah. But I know that she can't go out in the world. And say I know yeah. to a compliment because that falls into the category well, of bragging. I mean, she, she can, can, but I know that that could elicit yeah. because again, we're. I, you're yeah. right. This goes back into how responsible are we for the feelings of others? Mm-hmm. And you know me, I, I think we should be responsible on some level, right? I mean, I you I, I'm a big. Everything you do affects other people. Try to be aware yeah. of it. Try to be aware. However. Where's the line of, but should that create, you know, more of us walking around associating shame with success? And I don't. Yeah, I think that's interesting. I think as far as the feelings of others, like saying we're responsible for the feelings mm-hmm. of others feels like taking a step too far to me, just because we can't control I know. how we're going to be perceived by other people, you know? I know but that plays but, into a larger thing that we do deal with all the time, too. I mean, totally. that's part of our totally that's, cultural psyche. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. But I think that's... Not a, a good thing, necessarily. But I think but, that is, like, a big... I think that's a big one in this, that, like, if there is something we're happy about yeah. and proud of for ourselves, it's... That's great and like yeah. we just like we say to each other yeah. and to like other parent friends and like people yeah. in the world like it's great to like really enjoy our accomplishments yes. and like really feel proud of ourselves like that's so i don't know it's so deserved it's yeah. so worthwhile you know um and to celebrate our wins when we're when when we've been working so hard and our kids are working really hard they're yeah. trying to like learn to be people <laughs> right and they and they feel these emotions so big when they yeah. nail it or they get yeah. something that they really love yeah yeah i just think like cuz yeah it is just such a it's such a fine line with like teaching i think teaching we're talking a lot about like teaching social skills yeah and i think especially when you bring in the gender component to it, it is, like, so important for us to help our kids understand that, like, 
girls and women are not responsible for other people's right. feelings, but we can we can try to be aware of how our like statements might affect other people. Yes. But I think maybe the when it comes to bragging, the the lessons we should be maybe we should be focusing more on is talking about how if what if we taught first how do we feel when we see somebody being successful mm-hmm. how do we respond when somebody's sharing good news with us yeah. if we're teaching that skill That's first so true. then would yeah. bragging even be a thing right. if we're already like conditioned to be generous yeah. and accepting and to not feel like somebody's doing it at us when they're yeah. sharing something yeah. then with somebody, right? I think you just nailed it. Is that it? I literally think you just nailed it. Everybody get on that. Let's yeah. see if we can figure that out. Yeah, because but that's I mean, actually, yeah. no, but that's actually true. Like, that's that's helped me so much in, like, in like that knowledge, like, nobody's doing anything at me. And if somebody's proud of what they did, yeah. even if it's something I suck at, yeah. I can just be, like, really happy for Yeah, them. exactly. Which is what I've learned from Coming yeah. in here and doing this yeah. every week. So, I, yeah, maybe we can just work on that with our kids. Yeah. I feel like even naming bragging uh-huh. is not helpful. It's I a little agree. bit like naming lying. Yeah. It's like, it's like kind of not helpful to have that vocabulary. Well, it's a negative. Again, we're introducing something critical or criticizing in a, in a life social lesson to our kids. Yeah. We've named it. We've, in, we've vibed it. Yeah. Right? Before... We've taught the lessons of graciousness and, right. you know, healthy pride and being happy for each other. Yeah. We've, we're just setting up with it. It falls into that. It's easier to to point out the negative and to yeah. focus on the bad yeah. than it is sometimes to do all the hard work it sometimes takes to build the good. Oh, yeah. Totally. <sighs> well, we are really great. Yeah, we're great. <laughs> I've got a sick, sick baby. (laughs) (laughs) He is so sick. My name is Connor, and I love Who Shot Ya. My name is Amanda, and I love One Bad Mother. It's a show where three or four really thoughtful film critics talk about their thoughts and opinions on new movies and also old movies. One Bad Mother is entertaining, heartfelt, and One Bad Mother is like coming home. My wife and I started supporting Maximum Fun in large part because we realized that Maximum Fun was providing probably about 50% of the entertainment that we were consuming. These are listeners just like you, and they support Who Shot Ya and One Bad Mother with a Max Fun membership. The 2018 Max Fun Drive is April 2nd through 13th. And if you want to support your favorite shows too, it's the best time to sign up or upgrade your membership. Just tune in starting April 2nd, and we'll give you all the details. One Bad Mother is supported in part by RX Bar Kids, a clean label snack bar made with high-quality, real ingredients designed specifically for kids. RX Bar Kids contain 7 grams of protein and have absolutely zero added sugar and no gluten, soy, or dairy. They're perfect for breakfast on the go, a lunchbox add-in, after-school snack, or anytime kids want something tasty and filling. I always have one of these bars in my bag, and I just break off little bits and feed them to the 13-month-old, and he is happy as a clam. (laughs) Find RX Bar Kids at Target stores, or for 25% off your first order, visit rxbar.com slash badmother and enter promo code badmother at checkout. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius me. 
Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. So I held off on doing blackout curtains for a long time. And I've probably already talked about this. But, like, last night, I was able to put (laughs) my kids to bed, like, before 7 p.m. Because they were all exhausted from, like, each kid a totally different reason. Yeah. But, like, they all really were ready for bed by, like, 6.30. And I was like, it's really bright outside. Like, they kept Uh. going, like, is it dinner time already? Is it bath time already? Is it? And I was like, yeah, it is. it is. And, like close those blackout curtains and it's so dark in there that after like 10 or 15 minutes they're asleep yeah like it's magic i am so happy for you yeah i legitimately am so happy yeah that's good doesn't keep them from getting up in the night unfortunately but But bedtime is bloody sweet yeah (laughs) the sweet entries mode yeah it's great good job (laughs) yeah thanks i that you may not know this was gone but it was I have demanded the return of cocktail hour for Stefan and I on the oh, weekends. It did so vanish. Nice. Yeah, Lots of things have vanished. Yeah. And I'm really, Stefan made this comment. Yeah. He's like, I, I've been throwing out lots of ideas that may or may not ever come to fruition. But he's uh-huh. like, you're really, really amping up the social aspects of our lives again. Like, but uh-huh. I was like, I'm just trying, if I talk about them, maybe. Uh-huh. But I was like, we're doing cocktail hour. Yeah. We're sitting in the backyard, feeding our kids pretzels and making them do hilarious things yeah. if they pick certain pretzels yeah we are gonna enjoy ourselves great and we did oh i know that's so nice it was really nice hi biz and Teresa. i'm calling with a genius i am so excited excited i cannot contain myself and i have to tell someone um i just returned back from work from maternity leave and our uh, national corporate policy was only to provide six weeks of paid leave. And uh, I, I kind of came in from the perspective of we can do better. We're better than, than that as a company. We can offer more. And um, so I think my voice was heard, and I just found out that they are doubling our maternity leave policy, and they're offering parental leave at my company. And I just – I am so, so excited that they're doing this. And uh, they even pulled me aside and said they'd be willing to do something for me to retro compensate uh, my time. I actually took 14 weeks, and so I took eight weeks unpaid. Um, but that's neither here nor there. I'm just, I'm just so excited that change is happening. It's so important. So yay! <laughs> uh, thanks so much. And uh, you guys are doing an awesome job. Bye. This is the best. This is the best. Yeah. Good job. Good job. I mean, also, good job pushing this as you came back from yeah. yours. I mean, that says a lot about who you it are really and does. where your brain yeah. is able to do. Yeah. And good job to your company. And, like, I just think this is really inspiring. It just, whatever it is that you think we could do better at, it sometimes it just takes speaking up about it. Yeah. And I... I'm so proud of you. Yeah, I'm really, really excited about this. It's yeah. so great. I know, because when one does it, yeah. it's so easy for the next and the next and the next exactly. and the next. And just good job. Yeah, good job. Failures. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. Fail me, Teresa. So people think that they can just, like, lend us books. <laughs> And that they will get them back. Oh, yeah. And that they will get them back in decent condition. Sure. Like, our Grace's, <laughs> Grace's educational therapist, like, leaves a couple of books every time she comes over and, like, like for Grace to enjoy until the next session. And, yeah. I, like, the first couple times it happened, I was like, okay, I can kind of keep track of these. I'll just uh, keep these in this, like, one little pile, like, over here, and I'll just keep it with the, like, ed therapy stuff, and that way, the, you know, we'll know where it is, and we'll keep track. And then, like, after the first few weeks, like, sure, I got distracted and less focused about it, and they just got absorbed into our household. Oh, yeah. I have no idea which room they're in, what pile of books they're in. Word. And then after like a couple, and then she she would come and I would say, yeah, I don't know, I I'm I I know I'm sure she's like I'm sure they'll turn up, and I'm like, uh, 
Yeah, at some point, probably. And then she would leave more. Oh, no. And then at a certain point, I was like, you might want to reconsider actually leaving any books here because it's so nice. But I have no idea where any of your books are. And I don't even know how many there are. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> Do you have a how list? To look for them. Yeah. And then our babysitter let, brought over this, like, beautiful, like, hard copy book that, like, belonged to her daughter for, like, Grace to borrow. And, like, my dog threw up on it. Oh, like, yeah. my dog hasn't, like, it was, like, yeah. the one book that, yeah. like, she happened to, like, barf on. Like, yeah, it was just, I like, want to barf on that yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And, like, our babysitter was, like, super gracious about it and everything. But I was just like, people, stop. Don't bring your things that you care about into my home. <laughs> oh, I really like the idea of things being absorbed oh, yeah. into the house because that's exactly what it is. Yes. Wow. Well, you're doing a horrible job. I know. Yeah. Thanks. I don't even know how to define the horribleness I that know. you're doing in that. Yep. But I'll blame you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is pretty, I'm pretty, pretty pleased with how horrible I feel about this. Okay. I took both kids to get their hair cut over spring break as an activity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they both needed a haircut. Mm-hmm. I don't do much with my children's hair. Mm-hmm. K-Bell's got the, you know, curly hair. You know, sometimes it's straight, sometimes it's curly. I don't know. I, I've tried to live up to the, like, don't wash it a lot and mm-hmm. do a good leave-in conditioner. Mm-hmm. I've committed to that. Good job. Thanks. Yeah. Ellis, I do nothing. Like, we really just don't wash their hair often, okay? Yeah, they don't They're all need fine. that much. Yeah. I take them in. Katie Bell's decided she wants to chop all her hair off, just okay. like this contestant on MasterChef Junior. Okay. Uh, so we're going in, and she gets in there. And you know, like, how... I don't know, like when I go to the hair, like suddenly under that lighting, my hair looks totally different than it looks like in my... Katie Bell sits down that chair, and it's just like this <laughs> ragged child of hair. The woman starts like, when was the last time it was cut? Now, look, she was just asking questions. Right. But they made me feel horrible. It was Judge. things like, yeah. does she swim a lot? I'm like, well, she swam all summer. Well, Katie Bell yeah. had been in a pool since summer. Yeah. But all that chlorine damage was, was just, just all, yeah. just like inches yeah. of it, yeah. right? She like has to work out all those knots that are in that hair. Do you use a detangler? I leave in a do I leave in conditioner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like sometimes I try to remember to braid her hair. But I just suddenly felt like mm-hmm. <laughs> she just. I felt. Bad. Oh, and then, sorry. Look, it looks so cute when she got done. I'm sure. It does. But then Ellis got the chair, uh-huh. who just barely even has a lot right. of hair. Yeah. And he's like, "I want mine cut off." And she goes, "Oh, one little dread here in the back." And I was like, <gasps> oh. "She said that." Wow, she was really fucking with you. I, I think. think she was, but I was yeah. just like, I really, I was like, "Am I a good mom?" Oh my god. <laughs> I was wow. like, "Look, my kids are socially comfortable with how weird their hair is, right?" Anyway, I just felt. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot hair. My children's hair makes me feel this way. I'm so sorry. Ugh. Hi, One Bad Mother. I am calling with a fail. I was putting my nine-year-old to bed the other night, and we ended up in a discussion about what bad words meant. And I asked him if he knew what shit meant. Said, yeah, poop. And then I asked him if he knew what asshole meant. And without pausing, without any hesitation, he said, yeah, asshole means bad driver. <laughs> I have no idea where he learned that. <laughs> Zero. No idea. <laughs> you're doing a great job. I would have just said, you're right. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Just, I love, I love that. I, I love, love it too. I do. I it's mean, you're so doing cute. clearly a horrible job. Yeah. I mean, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. But also, maybe if we just, maybe we should just redefine all bad yeah, words. Yeah, all bad words. Yeah. They come up with an agreed list. This yeah. actually is what this needs. Yep. Great. <laughs> Mom, I've ever known. I love you, I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you, I love you. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Squarespace, where you can create a beautiful website to turn your cool idea into a new website, showcase your work or promote your physical or online business. For example, the OneBadMotherPodcast.com website that we created on Squarespace. It was completely customizable. We were able to totally and easily find the domain name that worked for us. And it's got 24-hour 
seven-day-a-week award-winning customer support and was really easy for Stefan to design for us. <laughs> Go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code BADMOTHER to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com. Enter code BADMOTHER. Teresa. Yes. Let's call someone today. Hey, today we are calling Jane Frazier, who is a philanthropist and writer who aims to educate the public about the stuttering community. Since 1981, Jane has been the president of the Stuttering Foundation of America, an internationally recognized organization that acts as a research and advocacy group for the stuttering community. She is also co-author of If Your Child Stutters, A Guide for Parents. Welcome to the show, Jane. Oh, it's wonderful to be on the show. Thank you for inviting me. Before we start, Great. we want to ask you what we ask all our guests, which is who lives in your house? Who lives in my house? Well, I rescue animals, and so oh, yeah. uh, who, who's <laughs> living in my house right now is seven cats. <laughs> oh, that's the best. Uh, They're all wonderful. I bet they are. We are, you know, I, we, I have two. And any day could easily shift to 20. <laughs> oh, e- any day. <laughs> Do they, any now, day. Are these cats, so are you fostering or are they, are they, are they your cats now? <laughs> well, you know that, that what happens with fostering. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you fall in love. Oh, I know. Kitty cats are the best. We are, we are big fans of cats in our house. Well, dogs are wonderful, too. They I are. I to say no. I'd love to have both. I don't know how that would work out. <laughs> it, would, it would make for an interesting first couple of nights. <laughs> well, I took a vote, and, and the vote was again. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get into talking about stuttering. Why don't we start off by, by having you just talk to us about what stuttering is and, and how we would know if our child was beginning to stutter. Basically, give us a intro course sure. to stuttering. I'd be happy to do that. I, you know, I always say to parents and, and to people that I meet, you know when it's too much. So little children are just learning to speak, and so you hear a lot, a lot of this, and mommy, 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 I want, well, want an ice cream, and those kinds of things. But when you hear what you're concerned about, it's going to sound more like that. Now you, are, you could immediately identify so there was something really abnormal with the way I said that. So stuttering is a communication disorder in which the flow of speech is broken by repetitions, lie, lie, like this, or prolongations, which sound like this, or a block, which, of course, is the toughest thing for a child or an adult who stutters is a total block, just like I did then. Mm. And it's, it's, it's embarrassing. They, it, I think the worst thing is they don't know why it's happening. Why is that sound, you know, why can't I get that sound out? And so I think, you know, one of the best analogies for this is walking the plank and, and has to do with your muscles. I mean, all your speech muscles... You know, if you're relaxed, especially if you're an adult, I'm talking now, if you're, you're relaxed, you're talking to your dog, you're probably not going to stutter. But then you walk into your job situation, the boss is frowning, and, and all of a sudden, there it is, it's a bad day. Well, a good analogy is if I asked you to walk a plank across the, room, uh, across the floor, and I'd say, okay, walk this plank, it's two feet wide, and you know, just walk it, and then I lift it 10 feet in the ground, <laughs> off the ground, and yeah. I say, I want you to walk that same plank. You probably couldn't do it. I know I couldn't. You still have good leg muscles. Everything works. There's nothing wrong with your brain, but the stress or the fear of having to walk that plank up in the air just shuts you down, shuts your muscles down. So now why this happens with some children more than others there's lots of of hypotheses about that, but that really doesn't gain us anything. The fact is that, you know, some children are way out on a continuum where their speech may break down a little more and others less. So, you know, I think that, that maybe I would also like to start by saying, 
parents do not cause stuttering. Nobody lives in a stress-free environment. I'm going, <laughs> you're going to tell me it's not stress-free. So, you know, I think it's really important to take that guilt trip off anybody who's mm. listening today. That said, there's a lot of, I mean, there are things you can do. And, and it's not for nothing that for 600 years people have taught language using nursery rhymes, rhymes of all kinds. Happy talking experiences with a child lay down good neurological pathways. Mm. So you may think you're just reading, but actually there's so much going on in the brain of a little two- and three-year-old. So rather than being afraid to speak, they're sitting there reading with you or listening to you read. You know, if you read the same book over and over again, the child will start to read it with you. Oh, yeah. Regardless of the child. Yeah. They know the words, Jesse Bear, what will you wear, what will you wear in the morning. <laughs> I'll wear my sudden, shirt. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'll wear my shirt. <laughs> That's right. My, it's red. See, even just, you know it. I know it by heart. That's right. <laughs> that was the book that I used, and my grandson studied a little bit. And, you know, that easy reading and what we tell parents, we don't want to say to parents, read a half an hour. We tell parents, take five minutes out of your day. Could be when the child is in the bathtub. Mm. You know, that's a, that's a time when you have to be there, but you're not kind of giving instructions. You could be reading. But five minutes of undivided, no cell phone, no phones, no television, no radio, no nothing. And, th- and that really that five minutes makes a huge difference. Parents report that to us over and over again. Doing the show for a number of years, uh, what I have discovered is I don't know a lot about a lot of stuff. <laughs> and it's it's a wonderful thing to discover. And not only do I not know a lot of stuff, I think I know a lot of stuff that's completely wrong. <laughs> so, well, then let me go back to the cause, a little bit on yes. causality. We know that 60% of people who stutter, it runs in their family. My dad stutters, my uncle stutters. So genetics do play a role. So if either you or your husband or your wife stutter and your child is beginning to stutter, I think that's a sign that let's just get speech therapy started early mm-hmm. and make sure it doesn't go anywhere. The other thing is child development. Sometimes you'll have a two-year-old who has a six-year-old vocabulary. So here he is trying to spout out these words that are way over his head, and he begins to stutter. So again, with that kind of a child, you just want to reduce that language load and go back to the little silly rhymes. Neurophysiology, you know, people who stutter do process speech and language slightly differently. It doesn't mean that they can't go on to be a Winston Churchill or a James Earl Jones because both of those people did stutter. Mm-hmm. But it just means it might be a little bit more difficult for them. And then, of course, family dynamics. What's going on in the family? Do you have the child who stutters? Is he a a quieter child and everybody else is running around trying to get everything done? So, again, that might create some stress. And like I said, the stress doesn't cause. That's not causality, but it certainly could aggravate it. So here's another question. So it sounds like... that this is a development that is something that you can correct over time? And are there, is, is that the case? And are there situations in which it's not correctable? Well, there are people that might refute me, but I think, you know, when you jump on stuttering problem early enough, and that is to say, you know, within a couple of months of when the child starts, when it not not just uh, like this, la la like this, but the real you the real tension and and you see the tension in the child. If at that point you really change things around, find a therapist in your area who's terrific, and pretty much, you know what she'll do is teach that child to ease into words and to not have these unpleasant uh, speaking situations that are frustrating and that may build up the fears. The fears aren't the cause, but they can continue to be an aggravator. Mm. So I feel certain that if we get it early enough, then then we really can. And, of course, I'm not referring to children where there may be some special reason 
why they stutter. But, I mean, I'm just talking about your run-of-the-mill kid who stutters. And and 5% of the population, so that's huge. Well, it's a lot of kids. So where, let's talk about resources. I mean, is this the kind of thing that you start off with your pediatrician if it's a concern or, you know, like if, if it's, if you've got some of these, you know, yes, it's hereditary in my family or uh, I'm starting to notice well, of this. Course. Where do we, where do people I'm gonna go first? Tell you, I'm going to tell you to go to the Stuttering Foundation homepage. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. We, we have a 15 minute film that educates you on things you can be doing right away. Okay. I think it's important to talk to your pediatrician. One of the reasons you want to talk to your pediatrician is he's probably the gateway to getting into therapy. So one of the things that we have done at the Stuttering Foundation is educate pediatricians. Mm. Because keep in mind, they deal with a lot of problems. Stuttering is not one of the things that they study in in, uh, medical school. So... So they, too, are, many of them, especially the younger ones, very open to be educated. Honestly, uh, our, our uh, website is org. There are a lot of free materials there. Educate yourself. Then when you go in to see your pediatrician, you're armed. You're, you can even download our book for pediatricians free at our website. So you can walk in with the book that's that's for him or her. Right. No, which, that's... Which makes you look even smarter. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but that's super helpful anytime that, you know... It is helpful. We, we face any situation with our kids or with ourselves to, you know, get a little... Know how to ask the right questions or know the right oh, questions absolutely. to ask or, you know, without derailing. You know, like, you know, not going down the Google rabbit hole, as it were, but I know. You know... I know. We've all been down that hole. <laughs> that's right. I know. It's a dark, horrible place. Well, Jane, thank you so much for coming on and joining us and giving us this information about stuttering. And again, we're going to make sure that everybody has access to the link to stutteringhelp.org to, to find these resources. Thank you so much. Wonderful. Wonderful. I think you'll be amazed at how much is free. The videos are free. And the seven tips for speaking with a child who stutters, a 15-minute video. Watch it. It it. You know, it uh, talks about the magic words, like instead of asking direct questions, say, I wonder what you had for lunch, Mm. instead of what you have for lunch. (laughs) It takes the pressure, it takes the speaking pressure off that child. So there are a lot of little tricks in that video that parents can use to lighten that linguistic load. Oh, well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. James, the co-host of Minority Corner. And look at that! I'm Aneke, the other co-host of Minority Corner. Girl, guess what? What? We just hit our 100th episode! What? And what do you think is going to be in store for the next 100? Probably some more feuds with Jennifer Hudson. And I'm telling you, I'm We'll probably do more investigative reporting, too, like we did with the Kodak and their racist film. Not to mention exposing the truth, like how we did with the ugly history of the Texas Rangers. But we always lighten the mood with a splash of pop culture. Olivia Pope's new wig, have you seen that? It's popping. Just like your lip gloss. And Janet Jackson. And you know we like to put our nerd glasses on and talk about things like Marvel. It's true. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't speak about DC. (laughs) But you just did. All from a perspective that's black, queer, and ladylike. So come on over and learn, laugh, and play, and join the corner. It's a lot of fun. I'm having fun right now. (laughs) (laughs) Minority Corner. Well, I thought that was really interesting and helpful. Definitely. Yeah, it's nice to know that there are resources and a good starting point if this is something that you're worried about or or wrestling with in your house. For sure. How awesome. Speaking of awesome, let's listen to a mom have a breakdown. Hey, Biz and Teresa. This is a rant. Uh, I'm sitting here with a bag of medicine in my hands that once I take it is going to enact a miscarriage because 
we went to our eight-week appointment today, and um, there was no heartbeat. And we knew that things weren't right, and I had already gone in for blood work. And, you know, no one ever tells you when you tell them that you're pregnant that it might not turn out okay. Everyone's so excited. You're so excited. You know, and I did everything wrong. I did everything wrong. I I told people we were so happy, you know, because it took us 28 very long months to get pregnant with Minnie. And she's amazing. She's almost four. And she is just the best thing in my life. And when I found out I was pregnant this time, I was just ecstatic because it was like a surprise. Like, just like a miracle for us that we didn't have to go through all of that, that it had somehow just happened that we were going to be pregnant again and we didn't have to go through all of everything we did the first time. But I, I... I knew that things weren't right, and so we did blood work, and we did sonograms, and and it was horrible, and today is horrible, and I know that it'll be okay, but I'm thinking about this stupid little shirt that I bought for her that says, World's Best Sister, and I don't know what to do with it, and it just sucks. It just sucks because now I have to tell everyone that it's not going to happen. So that's all. It's going to be okay, but that's all for today. That's enough. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. It is horrible. It is horrible. It's really horrible. Like, the... The, like, going in and, like, the all the stuff that happens at the doctor, like, in the, in the time where you're, like, wondering and you're feeling like it's probably not right, but you, like, still have hope and they're doing the blood work and they're doing the sonograms and, like, them finding no harm. I mean, just, like, all of that stuff, it is horrible. And it's... Shocking how horrible it is when we think about how often we go through this. Yeah. Like, it's it's very common, but it's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, I don't, I, I'm just, I'm totally in, like, solidarity with you. Like, I, I just, I remember all of that so well, and I just... Yeah, I I, I want to also just touch on the the doing everything wrong mm, thing. Yeah, I, I, that's a hard one. That's yeah. I mean, look, there's no way to know if the choices you made in telling people yeah. about a pregnancy are right or wrong. Yeah. And I am can definitely understand how on this particular day doesn't you could question that. Mm-hmm. But my instincts tell me that as a result of doing that, you're going to have a tremendous amount of support mm-hmm. to help you with this. Yeah. Or at least like the knowledge. Yeah. Like not having other people know, I know is its own kind of poison too. Yeah, like exactly. Like they're both Hard. grand burdens. Yes, that is correct. In their own way. That is correct. Yeah. There's so we had Jessica Zucker on the show yeah. earlier on um, a couple of years ago, um, and she's amazing. She's a therapist who had her own pregnancy loss at 16 weeks and has written about it a lot and is just a wonderful resource um, for people going through this or people who have ever gone through this because I think you kind of like don't ever get over it. Yeah. But lately, what I've been following that she does is an Instagram account. The name of which is I Had a Miscarriage, yeah. all one word, um, all lowercase, I Had a Miscarriage. And it's just so interesting because, like, the reason I say you kind of, like, it kind of never goes away is, like, even though I don't, 
like at this point in my life, I don't feel myself like suffering every day as a result right. of having had two miscarriages. But like when I see every single post that is posted to that account and they post a lot, it's like it's like maybe one a day or maybe more. It's like personal stories with some kind of beautiful art. I devour them like it's like food for mm. my body. Like I can't even like describe how like deeply meaningful the posts um, on that account are and like cathartic they have mm. been for me. Even when I seemingly am feeling fine, yeah. <laughs> like I, sometimes I just need that connection to that experience. So I highly recommend that for anybody going through that. Yeah, it's definitely a situation where on our loneliest moments, we are not alone. Mm-hmm. Yep. And whether that's helpful or not. Yep. But here's the thing is you are doing a remarkable job. Yeah, you are. You really are. Yes. And uh, uh, we all have your back. Completely. Teresa, what did we learn today? We learned maybe we, our instinct to not feel shame about success is a good one. Mm -hmm. And that the things we're supposed to be teaching our kids is how to be gracious towards other people's success and yeah. to learn that they're not. To, it's yeah. the starting that no one's doing it no at you really at you. early yeah. and how to share good news yeah. and inquire about good news. Yeah. Right. Like that. It's the old like, you know, theater thing where somebody would come off the stage and you had to like critique their work and you had to say something nice, nice yeah. and something, yeah. you know, critical. Right. Yeah. Usually in reverse order. <laughs> Uh, could you be better at acting? And I really like your shoes. Uh, so, like, your shoe work was great in that scene. Um, yeah, but basically, we shouldn't forget that we've got to teach them those other elements. Like, yeah, uh, that might be more important, important than not bragging, yeah. right? Like, and bra- and like not bragging is a really complicated and yeah, nuanced it rule. It really doesn't make sense to a lot of kids. So they might need more help <laughs> from us than just saying, like, well, that's bragging. Yeah, that's bragging. Brag. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Go play the switch. So that's that's a interesting, deeper than I wanted to go yeah. takeaway from today's show. Yeah. But we're always allowed to brag about our sick babies. Yes. But if you've got a sick baby or you're having a breakdown, <laughs> we want to hear about it. Brag away, guys. Uh, <laughs> I just want to see hashtag sick baby brag. Yeah. My kid is so fucking sick. <laughs> hashtag no sleep. Hashtag not sleeping again. This is exactly how I only want to use bragging. Me too. From now on. Yep. Guys, quick announcements. Uh, you may have heard this in a promo earlier in the show by a lovely one bad mother listener max fun drive is next week yeah starts off it's two weeks yeah this this is the time to listen those specific weeks yeah don't delay no, no. don't let the episodes sit around and save them for later this is the these are the episodes yeah. listen they're there are going to be some special one bad mother specific things teresa and i are working on yeah and if you miss it you miss it. Yeah. Don't miss sad. it. Don't be sad. Don't be sad. Don't this, be blue. This is the time. Listen to the show. We're here for you. We're here for you. And we need you to be here for us. Yeah. Those two weeks. Definitely. Look, it's going to be fun. We're going to be talking about the Pledge Drive a lot. And we're also going to be having amazing guests and amazing topics. It's just kind of where we have a big, good time uh, celebrating all things One Bed Mother and Max Fun. And if you're already donating, you're already a member, you yeah. get to just like listen and feel like you get to just brag the yeah. whole time. Brag it up. Bragging like I'm the best. <laughs> I'm already right. I am the best. Yeah. I am the best. Woo! Guys, you're all doing a great job and you should feel fucking great about it. Yeah, you guys really should. I, the high fives need to fly yeah. right now yeah. I, we should but th- this really does play into like as parents this like i certainly feel horrible because i'm doing a good job at being a parent yeah right fuck that or i got this amount of help yeah or i, I got, got this... my baby is a good sleeper yeah, yeah. yeah. yes yeah uh, noises yeah 
out of my mouth. That is correct. <laughs> Guys, we should be celebrating yeah. and not feeling shame yeah. for our success. Stop feeling like shit. For being a mom. And for whatever is going great right. in your life. That's right. Yeah. Good job, everybody. Teresa? Yeah. You're doing an amazing job. Thanks, Biz. So are you. Thank you. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer, Kara Hart, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all of these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blues. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blues. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.